everyone, and welcome to I Do Declare. On today's episode, we're going to be doing a deep dive into the medical humanities major here at Montclair State University. So we have two really awesome interviews that Bobby and I will be doing. The first one is going to be with Giselle, who is a medical humanities student. And then the second one will be with Dr. Jeff Gatchel, and he is actually the director of the medical humanities program. So lots of experts here today to talk with us about medical humanities. And we're going to kick it off with Giselle. I feel like you're becoming the spokesperson for medical humanities a little bit. I feel like I am too. And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, this is really nice. (laughs) So we have with us today here a very special guest, Giselle Lewis. Giselle is a sophomore medical humanities major, and we're very excited to have her here. So Giselle, why don't you tell us a little bit about you as a Montclair student? Well, my family actually is like an alumni family. My sister went here, my mom and her sisters went here, my cousin went here, and I'm here, and then most likely my little sister is going to go here too. So (laughs) I've been on this campus for quite some time. (laughs) I actually pretty much love it. It's just, it feels like home. Like I've always known it, so it's just like a nice little cozy cottage to me. That's awesome. I love that. It's like a family affair. <laughs> totally relate. My whole family went here. A lot of my family went here as well. Too. Which is really cool. Yeah, it is my cool. anthropology teacher, <clears throat> she actually taught my mom and my aunts. That's oh, so wow. funny. So yeah. So when she had me, she was like, "Oh my goodness, I've never had like an actual second generation. I've had, I've had cousins and siblings, but like never like a mom and then a daughter." So the world is wow. small. She's really excited. So your medical humanities major. Why is that the major for you? And why don't you also actually first tell us a little bit about what medical humanities is? I love that question. And it's like, but it's such a difficult question to answer only because it encapsulates a lot of things that you would find across uh, campus and everything. As in like major wise and study. I believe that it's like a big umbrella major and that you are able to basically make your own pathway with it. So the way I describe it, like I said, as an umbrella major, but you're able to study everything that's like biomedicine and ethics and cultural aspects to it. So like trying to tie all those things into one, that's what I envision medical humanities as. I I just want to read the first sentence here that I printed out from the medical humanities website because I thought this was fascinating. So it says, the medical humanities major offers a broad and flexible curriculum drawing on the humanities social sciences, the arts, biomedical sciences, and the caregiving disciplines. That is a lot of things put into one major. Everything. Like everything all in one place. So that's a lot of different opportunities for you to have within one major. It is. And that's what I, that's exactly why I gravitated gravitated towards it. Mm. It was like, I, I came in as a bio major. But um, as I was doing the application process, I was still going through it, you know, just trying to figure out my way and what I would want to do. And, you know, me and my family, we went on Montclair's website and then we stumbled across it. And then, you know, we, you know, dove into it a little bit more, checked the stats about it and like for medical school and things like that. And then we settled on medical humanities because it gives you the flexibility and it gives you, it, it encapsulates everything that I would want to, want to do. Good jack of all trades major. Yes. That's so awesome. what are you looking to do with your medical humanities degree okay. in your future? <laughs> um, I love that question, too, because um, I plan to go to med school after this. Yes, I want to be an OBGYN, and I feel that with medical humanities, it gives you a little bit of everything that you're going to need to take with you through that journey. 
you're gonna need the ethics, the cross-cultural aspects, the biomedicine, of course, and like the arts, because every every aspect of those helps towards healing the person as a whole. So like I feel like medical humanities shows you how to heal the whole entire person, not just that ailment. Right. So more than about just medicine, like a more holistic approach to health. Yes. It's more than just like the physical healing. Yeah. It's also the mental and psychological. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It gives you like it's not just a mind and body; it's a mind body as in one. Right. So that that's what like when I see like people who are going through situations like you can't just treat that as a one size fits all. It's you you have to treat that whole entire person. And the way that I treat this person with this ailment, and if somebody else came with the same same ailment, I would have to treat them totally different because they're different people with different. Um, cultural aspects and different feelings about the situation. Absolutely. That's a really good mindset, I think, to have about health and mental health. Mm -hmm. And that's really interesting. So what kind of classes are you taking as a medical humanities major? Um, You can take an array of classes, which is also the big part about it being flexible. Right now, I'm taking a dance class. What? Part of medical humanities? Yeah, because you can take um, you can, you take like some type of art classes and stuff. And me personally, I just didn't want to sit through a four-hour music class, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'll take a dance class, and I absolutely, I absolutely love it. It's just and with her, with um, my professor Lisa Grimes, she's amazing. She basically shows us like how to move our bodies with our minds. If that like if that makes sense, like you when we're when we're in there for the hour and fifteen minutes. She is basically telling us, you know, just forget about the outside world, but for, like, but focus on what's going on right now. When you're moving your body, focus on the movement and the emotion behind the movement. So sometimes we're, if we're going into like little groups where we uh, create a piece, sometimes she says just, you know, just move and then put the story towards it. Don't focus so much on the story, but just move. And like, it, it's like a calming feeling that I get. So like... I, I look forward to that twice a week. <laughs> what What is the name of this class? Um, intro to Modern Dance. To Modern Dance. Okay, and so I would guess that's about like connecting with your body and then how that relates to the medical field too, is you have to be in touch with your body oh, and with other people's bodies as well in order to work in any medical sciences, I would think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel as though like once you're able to connect with yourself and to connect the mind-body together, you're able to do that for other people and show other people how to do that. So you're not disconnecting to what you really want to connect it to. So Giselle, word on the street is you're starting a club on campus. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Okay, so it's the Medical Humanities Club. Um, it's up and coming. For our first meeting, I really just want to talk about what it is to be a medical humanities student and not just that, what you can do with the major. Um, and people who are, I know a lot of people, I've been meeting a lot of people lately who are in, that I didn't know were in the major that were actually friends of mine who switched from bio or some other course that they were taking. Now they want to do medical humanities because it encapsulates a lot. And yeah, I just think that with that, I just want to expand it and let people know what we're really about. And it's not just for medical humanities students. It's for anyone on campus. I think that it, it gives you a great opportunity to learn about yourself and the mind-body experience together, not separately, but together as a whole. And what step of the process are you in with getting that club off the ground? 
Well, I have my e-board members. Obviously, I'm president. And, um, you know, right now we're just in the process of, like, doing, like, the whole entire, like, paperwork, meeting with the SGA, and hopefully getting chartered in the spring, hopefully. That's right. So keep a lookout on Hawksing for the Men's Humanities Club. That will be very exciting. Are there any final words that you want to say to anybody who's on the fence about becoming a medical humanities major or who's thinking about it? Oh, okay. Well, what I tell a lot of people go into the office and talk to everyone who's involved with this club right now like that's what was the that's what sealed the deal for me i went in and i don't know it just felt like home i go you like if you walk in there you'll see me in there (laughs) on my off time i'm in there probably doing homework chatting it just feels like home and it gives you that that feeling of like you have a sense of belonging like you will be able and they will walk you through the process these people will actually help you through everything they will give you the tough advice and like the encouragement and they're just there to help you and make sure you do well. Even though it's new, don't be, I know a lot of people are discouraged, like, oh my gosh, it's new. I don't know. I hear a lot of that. I'm like, just go in the office, have a conversation with, with uh, Dr. Gattrell and all the advisors that are helping him with this and you will definitely make the switch. It's a piece of paper, sign it. You'll never regret it. Dr. Gattrell is the head of the department, right? Great. Where is that office? That office is in Schmidt Hall on the second floor. And I know you mentioned this is a new major. Yes. So this major started how long ago? Um, I believe it started last year. So yes, it did start last year. In, like um, a little baby major. It is. I was probably like the first hundred students that signed up. Yeah. Inaugural class. That's yes. exciting. That's awesome. It was really, it was really cool, and I love it. A lot of my friends actually made the switch and are thinking about making the switch, and I, I encourage it. I found that for me personally, um, bio was nice. However, if you feel as though you're not that strong with certain things with it, I feel like don't set yourself up to fail in a sense. Whereas like when it comes to, especially people that want to pursue um, medicine and medical degrees, I I believe that when you go into college, you need to find something that works for you. Not all medical schools need to see a bio degree. They're kind of like shying away from that now. They want a broader aspect of people who actually see the mind-body as a whole and not separate. Mm-hmm. And you actually sp- score better on the MCAT when you have something like broader, broader, ugh, words. <laughs> words, are <laughs> words are hard. Words are very hard. <laughs> well, you have a broader aspect of knowledge. So like when you just, when you just study bio, you know, you're, of course you're going to score well on that bio aspect of the MCAT. However, you're going to be lacking on other areas. And I feel like with medical humanities, it encapsulates, wow, words, <laughs> encapsulates everything together. And now, is this a major that you would just go into if you wanted to be a doctor? Or do you feel that there's a lot of different other options? No, for I folks? actually feel like there's a lot of different options. Um, I know for some people, some people want to be like psychologists. Well, you know, also psychologists, you know, they're part of that. But um, other people, they just want like, maybe administration and um, some t- some other form of like field work and stuff like that. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be a nurse. You don't have to be a psychologist. Like you don't have to be any of those things. But you can still pursue this major and end up with a pretty good job. Yeah, the medical field is definitely a growing field right yes. now. You don't have to be a doctor to go into medicine, people. You it's really true. don't. Well, there's a, like you said, there's a lot of different administrative mm-hmm. jobs in mm-hmm. the medical field now yeah. as well. And I feel like with especially with this. Um, I feel that a lot of people pair it with, like, uh, psychology or bio and things like that because it really does help a lot. It just breaks things down so you can able to understand each aspect of everything. 
And if you don't want to do medicine at all, you still can pursue a degree in medical humanities. Major yes. for all people. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Giselle. This You're was welcome. so helpful. So glad that we got one of the spokespeople of the medical humanities the department. Original. One of the original. The president of the Medical Humanities Club, Giselle Lewis. Thank you so much. Today we are joined by Dr. Jeff Gattrell, who is chair of the Medical Humanities Department here at Montclair State. So, doctor, can you tell us as easily as you can for some of our students, what exactly is medical humanities? Mm -hmm. Medical humanities is the study of the human experience of health and illness. So we look at a lot of the traditional things that um, medicine might look at, and we, we turn it around, we look at, uh, we, and we look at it all from the sick person's point of view, the patient's point of view, their family, their culture, their society. So that's, that's the core of the medical humanities. So what kind of student should be looking to have medical humanities as a major? Mm -hmm. As in, if you're interested in what career professions, would medical humanities then be a good fit for you? Yeah, medical humanities is great for a career in the health industries. The mm -hmm. health industries is almost 20% of the economy at the moment, and it really is limitless. We have students uh, who are going to professional schools. Uh, medical school, dental school, physical therapy, patient assistant. We have a whole range. And then we have other students who are going through and going to be doing things like patient advocacy, health administration, uh, working in non-governmental organizations. So it really is, it's a broad major and it prepares the students for really a wide variety of careers. Yeah, so why would a student be, let's say if you wanted to be a doctor mm -hmm. or go into one of those professional schools after college, what do you think is the benefit to being a medical humanities major versus a bio major or something else? Yeah, no, um, we have a deep uh, respect for biology. We uh, don't of think of ourselves in competition with, <laughs> with biology. And a lot of our students are actually doing a minor in biology at the same time. But uh, what we feel we're doing is the other side of, uh, of medicine. So medicine is about uh, dealing with peoples, with families. It uh, deals with the ability to communicate stories, to be able to listen to stories. So there's a whole side of medicine that is well beyond biology. In fact, on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis, you're going to be dealing with some of the things that, that we look at in, in an academic context and also a practical context, so the development of empathy, the importance of ethics uh, in training. And so this is, this is uh, how we envision ourselves in terms of the traditional doctor-patient relationship, which is yeah, definitely one one part of the medical humanities. And it's a lot of different areas. So what kind of classes would students be taking in the medical humanities major? Yeah, so our core classes are in uh, essentially uh, medical anthropology, uh, which is a course in health and healing, cross-cultural perspectives. We have a course in bioethics. Uh, we have a course in medicine and literature. And this is actually uh, a course that's sort of half reading about people's illnesses and reading about doctors, doctor stories. And then also a new exciting uh, related field of uh, narrative medicine, where you really are bringing, analyzing the ways in which um, doctors and patients, uh, other health care providers communicate with each other. We also have an introductory course. Uh, so in, this is a great course. It satisfies the L category. Uh, it's a great course to get a taste of what the, the medical humanities are. And we end with um, the core courses with a capstone project. And that's a project that students work one-on-one -on -one with a supervisor developing. In addition to that, we have tons and tons of electives. Uh, it's a really broad uh, humanities-style education. Students are really encouraged to, to work their own paths through our 
uh, kinds of electives, psychology, uh, sociology. We have public health uh, courses that we've got cross-listed. We've got courses that are in about 14 different centers, uh, departments, and colleges. We want them to take their own path, and we want to provide the resources, the, the guidance that they'll to help them choose their own path. Wow, sounds like there's a lot built into this program. Mm-hmm. So what are some misconceptions that a student mm-hmm. might have about medical humanities? They think mm-hmm. medical humanities, oh, it's easily med school. Is right. It? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, one, one conception, uh, misconception, is that somehow it's going to be easy. That, that biology is hard and, and medical humanities is the, an easier way. This is a misconception because uh, although we're fundamentally doing different mm-hmm. different subjects um, and different methods, it is a program that requires a lot of writing, a lot of reading, the kinds of skills that are traditional to the humanities and that are actually incredibly important for careers. When employers do surveys, what do you need your employees to do? It's writing skills, communication skills, um, critical thinking, and ethical thinking. I mean, this is this is the core of what we do, and this is the core of what the humanities do. But it's not easy. This uh, this takes a lot of work, particularly to do well. We have a lot of students in university college who haven't declared a major yet, but are interested in these health and helping fields. Mm-hmm. And of course, medical humanities is one of them. Yes. And so for students who are sort of sorting through these different helping majors that we have, like medical humanities, like bio, like public health, things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. what do you think is a good way for students to perhaps test the waters here to see if medical humanities could potentially be the major that they want? Mm-hmm. Well, definitely our intro course is uh, the best way to get a sense. The intro course is designed to show sort of the whole field, you know, different aspects of the field. It really changes uh, instructor to instructor, but the, the essential elements of the field are there. And so this is a good way for students to get a sense. And if they like the course, they like their instructor, then this is actually... Uh, a step that maybe they should be doing, doing this as a major. And that's called Intro to Medical Humanities, Yes, right? Intro to, so this is um, MEDH uh, 101, M-E-D-H. Introduction to Medical Humanities. Excellent. And that um, runs every semester? Every semester. Awesome. Amazing. We like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so also, also oh. summer and winter as well. So. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Winter session is coming up, everyone. It's true. So what are some ways that a student might be able to connect with the department? Are there students that are Mm -hmm. in the office that they can talk to? Are there events that you offer? What are some ways that they can Mm -hmm. really learn more? Yeah, we've had a lot of events this uh, semester. We've had um, speakers come in and talk about uh, different things, books that they've written, uh, their careers, uh, different career paths that they've been able to pursue. So definitely coming to our events, which we advertise to the community broadly, is one way to connect. I'm also the director, so you're also always welcome to contact me. So I'm the person who is the advisor for all of the students, and I can let you know what the program is and what's available. And then our students have been really great. Um, some of our students, like Giselle, uh, have been just fantastic advocates for the program. They talk to their friends, their friends talk to their friends. And it seems um, every other week I get a, a somebody coming, yeah, Giselle talked to me, Miss, Miss Arch talked to me, uh, Nancy talked to me. And I wanted to learn more about medical humanities. So our students as well are great, great resources. We heard that Giselle's actually working on starting a club, too, around medical humanities. Yes, I was going to just so say. So exciting. Yes, um, those three students and other students as well are developing a medical humanities club, which uh, we hope to have certified by the end of the semester and really up and running in the, the spring semester. So yeah, I'm very excited about that. Is there anything else that you would want students to walk away from listening to this knowing about medical humanities? 
um, that it's a new field, that this is new and exciting. This is just her second year at Montclair State University. And it really is a field that's only been taking off in the last uh, 10, 20 years. So we're very excited. There's a lot of energy that we've got uh, flowing into this program. Jeff, any upcoming events that you want to plug? Um, today we had an event that's already passed. Uh, <laughs> what was it? That's okay. It was a, a talk for uh, Dr. Uh, Lara Jenner Donaldson was talking about uh, the issues of women in health um, so from a variety of different perspectives. So, um, yeah, we've got lots of events uh, still coming up. A lot of our major things for the semester have happened. Next semester we've got some more major events. The big event that happened was our conference, Chronicity and mm-hmm. Crisis, Time in the Medical Humanities. We had 50 scholars from all over uh, the United States, all over the world, wow. come and talk uh, about different aspects of time in the, in the humanities. And one of the major themes being waiting times. So what does it mean to wait in offices, to, to wait as you're trying to receive treatment? And the long chronicity, the, the fact that you're ill for the, the time, just, time just sort of stretches out. Exactly. So that yeah. was a major event. Very excited that that happened. It was a smashing success. So. That's fascinating because how many of us have sat in waiting rooms for For hours hours. waiting to get some sort of medical treatment? Yeah, Yeah, I would love to know too what they said about fish tanks in waiting rooms and what is the psychology (laughs) behind having fish tanks? Does that make your waiting period feel a little better when you're in the doctor's (laughs) office? We literally had one of the papers was on uh, the waiting rooms constructed in Brazil in rural areas, Brazil, essentially the Amazon basin and, and the, the, the oh, wow. architecture that went into building these and the cultures that emerged around these uh, waiting Did rooms. Did they have specifically good waiting rooms? Um, well, they have, they have their own sort of waiting rooms with their own sort of things that people do in them and the kinds of people that, that meet there and the services that they provide. So, yeah, it ends up being something very different. Even waiting rooms change culture to culture. That is fascinating. Yeah. See, these are the cool kinds of conversations you would get to have as a medical humanities major. (laughs) Well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on and for chatting with us. Thank you for having me.